the Mark West Sports Podcast. Be doing right, guy. You know what it is. It's the Mark West Sports Podcast. Marcus Benjamin here with Wesley Pierre, giving you real sports talk from the crib, Dade County, Broward County, Paul Beach County, South Florida, whatever you want to call it, the bottom of the map. All the way on the other side of the map, we had a Super Bowl that happened over there in the desert, Arizona. I just want to go out and say the rest is trash. The rest is trash. And the, the holding call, I don't know if you've seen the post on, on Canes County. I've seen the, it. Yeah, yeah. The holding call, very similar to a very controversial call that went against us, the Miami Hurricanes, back in the day against the Ohio State Buckeyes 2 mm-hmm. championship game. I think it was uncalled for. I think in certain situations, you got to let them play. It's just like in the in the last few minutes of the game, you know, you, you got to let them play, especially since you haven't called a holding call the entire game. You wait yep. until the most critical moment to throw a flag holding, defensive holding. And holding technically can be called pretty much any play. So I just want to know what the payoff was for, for the ref. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm mad I didn't get in with boy on that bread. But for, for them to do what they did to, I mean, to give them a chance because they would have had a minute and something left, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there's plenty of times pretty much throughout the whole game, except for that towards the second half, they couldn't stop Philly. So I feel like they would have, they would have got at least in field goal range to tie the game up. So yeah, that, that's my take on it. Yes, West won the bet against with me because Patrick Mahomes won the game. It was a great Super Bowl. It was a great mm-hmm. Super Bowl. It was back and forth. But I th- I think Philly lost this Super Bowl more than Casey won it because they had the opportunity to, to really kind of put this game away in the first half. They, they were up by 10 at half, but it could have mm-hmm. been 13 or uh, 17. Um, at half, if it wasn't for Jalen Hurts with the fumble, the scoop and score, I think that was the most critical play in the game. Besides that egregious holding penalty at the end of the game, the the, the critical the critical part of that game definitely for me was that fumble return for a touchdown. Yep. What you got to say, Wes? Wester Domus is right again. <laughs> That's how we're going to start that out. Yeah, man. You know, I said it was going to be uh, a win by KC by three. And guess what? KC by three. Um, took my dog Marcus money. I mean, you was in on that bet. You, you was in on that bet, huh? I mean, you was in on that uh, that call. You, you got paid off, too. Uh, yeah, you know, I spoke to the football guys, the same football guy that spoke to Arian Foster. <laughs> you know, I read the script, and the script said uh, we need Patrick Mahomes to have another Super Bowl before before all these other peons, all these other peasants get a Super Bowl. So I loved what I was seeing, you feel me? I kind of was upset in the beginning because I'm like, fuck, I'm going to give Marcus this money, man. Every time I bet, I'm going to lose. But when I give advice, I win. You feel me? So I just took my own advice. I took 
your wifey's advice, you feel me? And I bet it like she would have probably bet it in KC. So um, we won, just like I said. And the call that you're talking about when you're saying that it was egregious, it wasn't an egregious call. It was it was a holding call. Now, do you call that at the end of the game? Not necessarily. You know what I'm saying? And Especially the ball. calling it all game. Exactly. I, I, I mean, trust me, I, I, I believe and I agree with everything that you're saying right now. But in a critical game, um, it could go either way. If they didn't call it, KC fans would have been like, oh, it was a holding. It was a pass interference. They didn't call it. I mean, in the beginning of the game, there was a lot of calls that was missed. You feel what I'm saying? Where Kansas City on um, wide receivers were putting their hands in the air, looking at the uh, um, referees like, dog, you didn't see that was a penalty, that was a holding, that was a pass interference. I've seen a few holdings during the game. They just chose to call it later in the game. So people and can't complain. Huh? And why is that? Is my because, because you got the new boy wonder in Patrick Mahomes. He's the new Tom Brady. I said it in the last podcast. I'll cue it up when we're going and editing this video. But look, it's it's time for the new era, the new generation of quarterbacks. And you're going to start off with Patrick Mahomes, nice guy. We say that he seemed genuine when he's speaking to the media. I love the Super Bowl um, parade that they just did. Was it yesterday or was it today? Him vibing, him saying that. It only begun. It just begun. This is not going to be the only Super Bowls that they get. They say that we're supposed to be rebuilding and we win in a Super Bowl when we're rebuilding. So what is that? Hey, it's, it's fuel for the, to the fire for every other team that, that, that looks at them because, I mean, Tom Brady was going through the same thing for years. Everybody know that you're supposed to lose the game, but they find some way to win the game. Um, and that's exactly what he did. He did his thing. Um, he used his legs um, in the end of the game. He beat him with the arm all through the game. But in the end of the game, oh, what was it a 20-yard, maybe a 25, 30-yard run from, from Patrick Mahomes? Yes, let's go ahead and pretend like we're we're playing possum. They think that he only can stay in a, po- a po- um, pocket right now. Why? Because of that high ankle sprain. Why? Because he got injured again with that ankle sprain during the game. And what happened? Patrick Mahomes just rose from the dead and did his thing again and again and again. And he's going to keep doing it, you feel me? And he's going to keep making me some money. Now, I do agree uh, with the call. It, it, it was similar to the University of Miami call a few years back when they cheated us against Ohio State. But the difference was that they called it, man, you went to the bathroom, came back, ordered some food, then they throw the penalty. <laughs> You feel me? Compared to right now where as soon as the penalty happened, they threw it. I seen it. Yeah, you could have not called it. But, I mean, it was a penalty. Let's just be real. It was a penalty. It's just like they chose now to throw it during the game when, again, there were penalties that they didn't call all throughout the game in the beginning where the wide receivers raising their hand and, you know, looking at the um, um, referees crazy. But, if it's scripted like Aaron Foster is saying, then that's exactly what it is. The funny thing is, after the Super Bowl, you know that um, the scripted um, storyline was heard by the NFL because the players are talking about it. They're talking about it. They're making jokes about it. And that's exactly how people tend to lie in your face. They try to pretend like it's a joke. They're telling you the truth. You feel me that we're cheating, but they're saying it in a joking manner. So you could be like, oh, yeah, yeah, they're, nah, I really do 
truly feel like it was rigged. It's the same way they stole from the University of Miami. I'm just not mad because it's not my team in the Super Bowl. I won some money against my homeboy, and I can talk shit for a few more days. (laughs) That's the only reason why. Because hey. you chose wisely. Because if you picked the Philadelphia Eagles right now, you'd be salty like me. Hey, I mean, it doesn't matter because last week, you know, y'all won. Wife, you won it for the family. So y'all still won some type of money during these playoffs. So it doesn't yeah. matter. You won, I won. Yeah, and you know? I didn't, I didn't, I did lose money, obviously, because I had to pay you and, and 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 we did bet fit like she wanted to put money on Philly, but she did. But she wanted to put way more money, and I was just like, "Nah, chill. I already got money down with Wes. You know what I'm saying? Let's just chill." So we did end up losing a little bit, but I had some other bets that kind of offset it. Remember, I was saying Jalen Hurts was going to score a touchdown. Yeah, got that. I said Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey was going to score a touchdown. That happened in like the first quarter. I had both of those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a couple that didn't go like Jared um, McKinnon was over 25 yards receiving. I can't believe that didn't hit. So I was mad about that. He was, he was like at 15 and he started to get the ball late too. And I was just like, damn. So I missed on that. And there was another one that I got. Oh, touchdowns, like rushing touchdowns. I bet on two rushing touchdowns. Got that. Um, I, I bet it for the first half. And I think for the game, so those were easy. So there was another one I didn't get, though. I forgot. I think it was Dal- Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard, I thought, was going to score. He didn't. And I got Pacheco. I Pacheco, I bet it on Pacheco to score a touchdown. He scored as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured he would score, and he scored as well. So, I mean, it kind it wasn't terrible. You know, it wasn't like a total loss or whatever. But, um. But anyway, season's over. You know, uh, we officially in the offseason of football is concerned, even though we got an XFL starting this week. I mean, I ain't about that shit. nobody really watching it. Um, only degenerate gamblers are going to gamble on that. Uh, I'm not. I, I need When I bet on something, I have to have some knowledge. And I don't have no knowledge on that, so I'm just like, nah. Um, but, yeah, so – the off season is officially started, but before I move on that, what you thought about Rihanna's uh performance for the halftime? Rihanna, I thought I thought the performance was straight. I mean, it could have been be- better, but you know she was pregnant. I mean, you seen in the chat, I'm I'm like <laughs> Chris, like damn, is Rihanna pregnant again? You know what I'm saying? That shows it's that <laughs> Rocky. He ain't playing no games. He's like, man, boy, the baby's like eight nine months. I got to drop another mm-hmm. one in your ass, boy. Um, you yeah, because like, she's the bag, bro. Like, because she is the bag. She's literally the bag. Not only is she Rihanna, and she mm-hmm. could—I don't know how much money she made off the Super Bowl, but I know it's a lot. And if she ever decides to go on tour again, she's gonna get buku paid. And then she got the Fenty stuff going on as well, which is really the stuff that's booming. So mm-hmm. she's the bag. So you you better drop as many as you can <laughs> right now. I seen a picture of a baby today, man. Her and her baby got that same forehead, bro. Like, (laughs) big old shiny forehead, man. Like, damn. Still cute, (laughs) bro. I know it. Yeah. Rihanna came out bad anyway with that forehead. So, you know, the baby, like, you know, you don't normally, you don't, you don't, you don't see no, no, um, no ugly babies. All babies are cute. You know what I'm saying? 
But yeah, that forehead, mm-hmm. I see. It. <laughs> I don't know about that one. I don't know about yeah. that one. But uh, I'll let I'll let you slide with it because I know you you gotta you you in that baby life right now. Yeah, <laughs> and you got friends with babies. You know, what I'm saying y'all y'all have baby talk. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel you, but I'm hey, don't right. worry about it. You gonna be soon in that water, boy. Soon in that <laughs> water. You feel me? But um, yeah. yeah, the performance was good. I mean, I, the only performance I really watched was Rihanna. Real quick, I didn't watch none of the commercials. Um, I mean, the commercials and everything um, right now is kind of overrated for me. I mean, the funny thing is, I see the one of the scene, the two B one, though. The what? The the two B one that had everybody thinking like they somebody stepped on the remote or something like that. No, nah, I, I, I was I was at my sister's house and it was all over the place. You know, as far as like people, you know, what I'm saying so. That they basically showed like the game, right? And it looked like it was the game. And then it showed somebody changing the channel to something on Tubi. So everybody thought like who's everybody <laughs> everybody across the world thought the same thing. Everybody was like, yo, who who got the remote? Who's sitting on the remote? <laughs> yeah, because I, I didn't even realize it was a commercial until the next day. And then people was tweeting about it and posting about it. They were like, oh, Tubi wrong for that. Oh, I can't believe Tubi thought, you know, and then all these memes was coming out like, oh, when you when when you thought like you, your sister was sitting on the moat during the game, but it was just a Tubi commercial. So that, that was kind of crazy because I didn't realize it to the next day. To this day, I thought somebody stepped on the remote. I need to check that shit out. You feel me? The way <laughs> they done tricked the whole damn world into thinking that somebody actually was sitting on a remote. I mean, that's yeah. priceless. You feel me? But um, as far as like the Rihanna situation, like, um, you know, everybody was thinking like she was pregnant. And, you know, of course, you seen it in the chat between me and Chris. Um, you know, some people started making like memes of her right after the Super Bowl, like Teletubby and this, that, and the other. And, um, you know, yeah, they going too far. But right, at, I guess right when that started, she came out and said, you know, I'm pregnant. So all those um, people that wanted to press enter on whatever negative they had to say, I guess they held back because it's like, come on, man, you're talking about Riri. She's a billionaire. Um, she moved a certain way. Um, y'all don't really have too much negative things to say about, about it. But um, I just didn't understand like how how she um took that risk being on that platform so high being pregnant i know you strapped in but damn you feel me like that's a scary situation i'm already scared of heights i don't even want like we're on a a a balcony and we're like 50 feet up like look i ain't going on that balcony unless it's concrete because me i think i'm gonna be the unlucky one with that metal railing and i'm gonna be the one that fall to my death so i'm straight off of heights and i i mean i commend her for for you know, handling that performance the way she did, um, knowing that she was pregnant. And um, I like the way that she um, gave it to the world. You feel me? She's not like Beyonce hiding it. Um, even some people were saying Beyonce, it was a fake pregnancy, but you see the kids and this, that, and the other. But all in all, good performance. Um, some people were saying it was kind of like satanic. You know, I didn't kind of look at it like that. Um, I kind of looked at a previous like in the grammys there was this one dude performing and it, it looked satanic it looked kind of like what she was doing but not as she didn't do it as bad if that's what they were going for but i don't know that's just what you know yeah you know i was like what you know and you know when people they they make their their um 
their examples of why they feel they went that way, then I kind of was like, oh, okay, right now I don't have anything in front of me to be like, okay, look at this right now. I'm pretty sure I'll find something and send it to you on Instagram or via text. But um, that's what I got when I seen their editing and why they felt that way. But I was like, damn, you know. But, you know, people going to always find a, a way to turn something positive, negative. But if that was true and, you know, I, I really ain't feeling it if that's what it really was. But for the most part, I don't think it was. But if it was, then, you know, damn, Riri, like, come on, man. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, I think people people just going to have negative comments. I mean, the, the more that I'm in the public light, I just I just realize just people just they love to say negative stuff. There's that there's a lot of. Uh, keyboard gangsters out there, you know, who think yeah. they tough and they, mm -hmm. they just want to say something negative um, more so than positive things. Like people would love to say negative things more so than positive things, e even if they're thinking it, if even if they're thinking something positive, they'd rather hold that to themselves. But if it's negative, that they would rather post it. So, I mean, I didn't see nothing satanic about the whole performance. I mean, if people are going to say that because she wore red, that's dumb. You know, um, I thought the performance was okay, considering that she was pregnant. You know, if she wasn't pregnant and that was the performance, I would have been like, I wasn't really feeling it, except for that one that that one part. Like you said, it did kind of have me on edge, like because I wouldn't say I'm afraid of heights, but I think being up that high is scary, you know. Mm -hmm. Especially her being a pregnant woman, you know what I'm saying? Um, I understand it was indoors and it's a dome, but at the same time, you know, you just, you don't know. You see accidents all the time, but bungee, bungee jumping and other, you know, uh, uh, you know, type of rides that have some kind of accidents or something like that. So you never know what can happen. So I commend her for that um, or adding that type of um, entertainment to the show. And I like the songs that she did too. I, uh, me, me and wifey was talking about which, which song she was going to do. Mm -hmm. And the first thing, the first song that we thought we, she wasn't going to do, she did. Which was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you I, know? I, I was thinking Kanye about to come on like, hold up. <laughs> I was like, you did bitch better have my money as your first song. I was like, okay, I like that. And then she put the throw it up, throw it up song, which is a strip club anthem type of song. I didn't think she was going to do that either. She did that. And then, and then, yeah, I when because they were saying that a guest was going to come out, so I did think Kanye was going to come out when she did. Um, I think it was All of the Lights. Mm -hmm. I, think. I don't remember which one it was. Uh, I don't remember what song it was, but I know it was a song where Kanye's on or he produced or something like that, and um, he 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 ended up not coming out. Um, so I thought all right. <laughs> that would have been huh? the worst thing she could have done if she would have came out with Kanye. Boy, that would have been the worst thing she could have <laughs> canceled her as ASAP. This is not the time. I know I'm supposed to be um um uplifting um my brother when people throwing stones at him, but right now uh, you kind of like scorching hot, flaming. You got you got oil, gasoline, all type of stuff on you, <laughs> and you burning it. Yeah, I gotta let you sit for a little bit, sit in that water. And then maybe yeah. later on, I can I can probably um, have the redeemed story. I mean, because you see Will Smith, he's he, he's been dragged since that slap, and it, it looked like he's making a comeback slowly for surely. Um, he had a few movies that came back, um, came out, and and stuff like that. So Kanye, chill out for a little bit. 
you know, the smoke gun clear, probably not because of the, the people that you were um, referring to um, that you <laughs> kind of rubbed the wrong way. I mean, they're billionaires. It's kind of, you know, they, if they want to make sure that you, you get blackballed, they're going to make sure that you get blackballed. But Rihanna, yeah. um, good look, good look. You, you know, collect the bag. It shows people like, yo, you could be pregnant and collect the bag. You still can work. My wife, she was working till she was like maybe like eight eight months seven eight months you know what i'm saying till she was ready to pop you know what i'm saying same thing with riri you feel me i, I don't think she's i'm um, so far gone in the pregnancy but she probably looked like she was like maybe like three maybe four months you feel yeah. me probably five months you know yeah. um good performance um more of that. Um, you breaking up a little bit. Uh, you're breaking up a little bit, but um, you, the last thing I heard was good performance. Um, but yeah, yeah, man, I, I do feel like it was a good performance. Uh, excited to see what, what's gonna happen next year in Vegas. Um, and it's, it's on to the off season, man. Off season means free agency and it means. Who is going to be the quarterback mm-hmm. for the Miami Dolphins? That I mean, that's that that is really the question. The Miami Dolphins is a destination, to be honest, because now that we got a Vic Fangio locked in as a defensive coordinator, you got you know Mike uh, McDaniel's as your uh, head coach, play caller. I think any quarterback who's looking to, you know see if he can win right now it's it's definitely an ideal destination uh for a player like aaron Rodgers, oh. saying, or Derek, or, or Derek carr or jimmy garoppolo or um lamar jackson is oh. is, is 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 not gonna happen you know i don't think i mean i don't think the baltimore ravens are stupid enough to trade him and I think they're smart enough to franchise tag them, you know what I'm saying? Because if they if they franchise tag them, that, that's it, you know? We can't – there's nothing really we can do there. This year. <laughs> yeah, this year. I mean, next year is fair game. But Yeah, um, it makes it our favorite. Think about it, Marcus. Like, yo, I mean, you don't want Tua, but they already said they're all in on Tua for this year, his final year. They didn't pick up the fifth-year option. So, again, like we said in the previous podcast – you could go ahead and have Tua show us if he's the guy. So if he's going to stay upright, we know that he can throw in cold weather. You know that he can, you know, throw deep balls and this, that, and the other. So that's not what you need to worry about. You need to worry about the durability. But then again, okay, let's go ahead and figure this out. If it's not you, they franchise tag Lamar Jackson. You could come to the crib. We don't need to give up no picks. We don't need to do none of that. You just pick him up, pay him what he want to get paid, and call it a day. By that, certain contracts will be gone. Byron Jones' contract should be gone by then. I think he'll probably be in his final year of that contract. Um, and that's I'm more money. Sure, I'm use. pretty sure Byron Jones is not going to make it uh, through the offseason. I'm pretty sure. I think I thought the same thing, but when when they were talking to Chris Greer, they were making it seem like it was certain setbacks that made him not come. Not well, me and you was thinking, like, collect the bag and retire in Miami. It seemed like, you know, I mean, we're not in the locker room. We're not in there. Like, 
I mean, you see how you cover the Canes, you know certain things, so you could probably be on point with the certain things, but we're not doing the same thing for the Dolphins. So um, if they talking positive about him and you see everybody, myself, you, everybody on um, the radios and um, different podcasts from Miami that speak in regards to him, they have a negative light on him. So for the organization to still be behind him when clearly everybody don't want him here, everybody want to get rid of him. Um, if they're on speaking positive, then it must be like he probably suffered a setback and like probably like Tannehill, Tannehill. You feel me? You you should have had the ACL um, um, surgery and you did it. And then you had a setback during training camp. I mean, I'm happy you're gone. But still, just to prove my point, look, setbacks happen. If that was the case, then I really can't talk shit. And I'm sorry. You feel me? I'm going to take your face off the milk carton and put you back into um, some positive light when when I speak on you. But until then, you know, you're a bitch ass nigga. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Until then, right? <laughs> until then, he's trash. Until then, he's by wrong Jones. You know, like he's, he's nah, man. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, damn, I was, I was going to say something about, um, oh, ten, uh, your boy Tua, right? So I wanted to, um, I wanted to see if you wanted to go double or nothing on the bet (laughs) and bet if Tua will be injured next season. I'm going to say yes, he's going to be injured next season. You willing to go double nothing and say no? Oh, hell no, man. (laughs) No, you got to bet me something. No, you can say, oh, um, Tua's going to play – um, a certain amount of games, or he's gonna be injured a certain amount of games. Cool, but just injured, it could be any injury, man. You feel me? And, and I lose. I ain't not, but I, you, you got. I ain't no miss, money miss over games. here. But I, I'm about, not, how about miss games with my money, huh? How about miss games? Just, just miss games. I think he probably you, gonna miss. One do you game think he's gonna that. play the whole season? I'll bet no. I think he'll play – I think he'll probably miss one or two games. One or two games, even your ass not going to be mad about that. You feel me? If he could play All right, 15 so let's, games – Let's do three. I say I, I say he missed three games. You take that? I'll, t- I'll take it. <laughs> All right. I'll take it. We'll <laughs> be a long wait, time until the end of that bet. But um, Okay, okay. I'm going to be betting you. I'm going to be betting Gene. I'm going to be betting everybody that want to hate on the arm of the almighty tour. You feel what I'm saying? And I'm gonna make sure that it's a a, a decent um bet. You feel me? So when when you lose, it hurts a little bit more because you're gonna be like, damn, I gotta stay with his like this is the franchise quarterback. I already lost the Super Bowl. Now I'm losing this bet right now. West now, the, now bro, I, West I think about it. I don't even I don't even know if I want to take that bet because that means I have to root for Tua to get hurt. You, know <laughs> you feel like, me? I, and I don't want to have that in my heart all season you know i don't want to be be that guy i'm trying to change change a new turn a new leaf you know well we'll find a a different we'll bet something but But my point is my point (laughs) is i don't think tua is gonna make it through the season so you need a backup plan man you need a backup plan you need a backup plan to the backup plan to the backup plan like big boys say you know what i'm saying and (sighs) Because we didn't have a good backup plan last season, Teddy Bridgewater, Skylar Thompson, we 
did we lost more games than we should have, and we didn't beat Buffalo. So we need a quarterback, bro. We need at least somebody uh, who can back up to a next year. That's the only chance I think we have because if we betting on Tua to stay healthy for an entire season, you know, I'm willing to bet, you know, my dog on that. Rocky. <laughs> I'm willing to bet Rocky on that, bro. Like, bro, if it happens, man, it's been real. We dap up and that and that'd be it. But uh but yeah that's that that's how I feel. I mean I just don't think your boy gonna be healthy enough, no matter what happens in, in this offseason. I hope they can keep Melvin Gordon because I believe he's a free agent. Hopefully they can keep him. Um, and I think that's the only major free agent that I, that I think that I can think of that that we have to kind of decide on. I think the running backs too. You have to kind of decide on the running backs. Ahmed. Um, I think you have to d- decide on which one. Is either going to be Mostert or uh, Jeff Wilson? Jeff Wilson. I mean, I mean you're going to sign both of them. I mean, you see how the NFL. I don't now. think they we can afford to sign both. I think someone else would sign one of them, you know, because they both, yeah. they both capable. They both capable yeah. back. Both couldn't really stay healthy the whole time. And then we're going to use that to our advantage. We're going to use the not being available as an advantage. You've been injured. I've been giving you a shot. You know, I'm like, yo, I, 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 why, why not use that? Especially for two or two or two. I'm loving it that he can't, that he have this, this, this cloud over him. So when we um, negotiate contracts, when we know that, because we, look, me, I know that he's our quarterback. I don't know about you. You still need to figure it out, but I know he's the quarterback. I know, look, because again, Marcus, think about it. Like we've been wanting the Dolphins to go to the Super Bowl for the longest, right? We've been having dreams about the Dolphins. So you have dreams about a different quarterback. You think it's going to happen your way? It's not going to happen your way. Just like, no. We've been dreaming positive things for the Dolphins for years. It doesn't happen our way. So why, when you think that you're going to get another quarterback, it's going to happen your way? No, the curse is going to continue, and you're going to be stuck with two of them. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But, um, like, to be honest with you, like, I think the Dolphins are good. Like you said, we 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 officially signed Vic um, Fangio. I was kind of getting kind of um, scared about it. It was looking like University of Miami. Like, damn, like, what's going on? Like, damn, are you coming? Are you not? Are you going to do us like Kamarni McClain? Like, what, what, what's going on? Are you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was thinking that, damn, he probably is going to sign with someone else. But um, he wound up signing with the Dolphins. Um, I'm happy that he didn't win it with, with Philly as a consultant because now he could be like, damn, I was just here um, and I didn't get it. If he was probably got it, same like people that get the money, they lose the fire and the will that they normally would have. I don't think Patrick Mahomes is losing that, but you know what I'm talking about um, yeah. in regards to people, um, you know, switching up once they get paid. But um, good, good, good. I see good things for the Dolphins because we got um, Fangio, supposedly great mind in defense. And then we got Mike McDaniels, great mind on offense. And when it comes to um, Fangio, Fangio was a head coach. He, you know, he could, he could kind of um, help Mike McDaniels in certain situations, especially with the clock, you know, get the play out quick, you know, so, you know, we won't have to call timeout so much 
during the game. You need to call timeouts for important um, situations and not not being stupid um, by um, three, two, one. And I got to call a timeout because we're, we weren't um, efficient with time management. But, hey, um, good things for the Dolphins. I don't know what Tyreek Hill is feeling right now that his former team won a Super Bowl without him. Um, they didn't need that 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 one um, number one receiver. You know, they yeah. you know they got Patrick Mahomes. Hey, hey it, it ain't that's what I've been saying though. I was just I'm just like yo, you paying this much money for for a receiver? I love Tyreek. I'm one of the best biggest Tyreek Hill fans. Uh, any any smaller dude, you know me being a small dude, I'm a root for. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm all about the little guy, and mm-hmm. he's one of the toughest little guys in the league. You know, probably should have won Offensive Player of the Year uh, with his numbers. I think, you know, they're hating on us like they always do. Um, But at the same time, you can win without a legit number one guy because can you name the number one receiver from KC? No. You know, nobody can name the – it's not Juju Smith-Schuster. He was just Mm -hmm. an average. He can can be a number two or three receiver anywhere else. Kadarius Toney, the same way. And Marcus Valdez Gantling, he's a, a three receiver at best. Um, it's really all about the quarterback, it's all about the coach, it's all about the defense. Um, even running backs don't even really matter as much, you know, as far as winning. Um, because each no one knew who Isaiah Pacheco was probably before this this season, you know what I'm saying? And the only reason why he got to play is because the starter, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, got hurt. So and then McKinnon came over from a different team. He's a veteran guy. I mean, those those players in the NFL are a dime a dozen. I'm not going to lie. I mean, like, look at the draft. You, you can get any big-time receivers straight out of the draft, and, they, and they're going to be productive. I mean, Chris Olave is a rookie who did well. Um, Garrett Wilson, who plays for the Jets, straight is a rookie playing well. And next season's probably gonna be the same way. The year before that, um, it was the um, who was it? I can't think of it, but it was somebody, somebody in their first year who balled out. So you're always gonna have that type of play. Jalen Waddle is is a clear example um, um, about a player who who's a rookie and just you know he he can plug and play right away. So. So, yeah, I mean, Kansas City, I hate to say it, but they did the smart thing by trading Tyreek. They did the smart thing. They did the smart thing because, one, we got a receiver um, for Tua, and, you know, a receiver like him kind of changes the whole dynamic of the offense because he could take the top off the defense, and he could catch in the slot over the middle. He could pretty much catch it anywhere. And – he changes the dynamic of the offense, um, and at the same time, they paid that bread to they paid that bread to Patrick Mahomes, so they have to spread that money around. Um, naturally, so of course, Patrick Mahomes is the new goat of the NFL. Um, but obviously, that's what they're going to con- continue to have to do. the 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 formula for the NFL is basically, hopefully, you hit on the quarterback, right? So you don't have to pay him for those first few years. And you have veterans and players around him that can elevate your team to win the Super Bowl, i.e. Patrick Mahomes' first Super Bowl, um, i.e. Russell Wilson and his first Super Bowl, um, 
and that's kind of the ideal situation. And then once they done with their rookie contract, you got to pay them that bread. So now you have to find other cheaper pieces from the draft to uh, make the team a winner or just through free agency, underrated dudes that could just play. So we are in that, we are in that, that, that time where we got our quarterback hoping we got put pieces around him. We just had to fix the defense. Hopefully that happened. If he could stay healthy, I think we're a Super Bowl contender. Um, yeah, but, me too. <clears throat> but well, well, we'll we'll see what happens there. Um, and Tyreek Hill, I mean, it's to be seen if he's really worth the money. Uh, depending on depending on our quarterback situation, because if we if you don't have nobody to throw it to him, Tyreek Hill is basically useless, right? Yeah, like yeah, if yeah, you don't yeah. have a quarterback to throw him the ball. What you gonna do? Run him, run him as a running back, jet sweeps all day? Nah, <laughs> can't do yeah, that. I feel you, but you know, I, I I like to speak positivity in my team. You know what I'm saying? Um, and tools gonna be available the same way that he was available all those games and still was able to be top ten in 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 yards for for a quarterback um this year and in touchdowns. Then you know it just shows like we don't need to worry about. If he has intangibles to be the quarterback, we know he got it. We know he's smart. Um, I found out recently that um, he's trying to figure out how to land better. He wind up taking um, karate or jujitsu or something like that to um, okay. figure out how to actually land correctly. And that's all you want to see. You want to see um, if I have something that's a detriment to me um, moving forward, then what's the best thing to do? Not just turn a blind eye to it, but to look at it straight in the face and try to learn from it. You know, um, a lot of people um, give individuals advice and they don't like it. They they get mad or upset. You don't know what the hell you're talking about, even though it's clearly they know what they're talking about. And I like somebody like Tua where he's absorbing and he's hearing what everybody's saying. He he know that he's on a hot seat. You feel I me? Mean? And he's going to do what he need to do to stay healthy. You know, last last year it was, you know, his body um being um fragile but like i stated before when when you got a hip injury you can't work out like that you can't you know do what you normally would do at the gym i mean shit sometimes when my back be hurting one day i'll i'll, I'll wake up you know we're getting old you wake up get off the bed and then you're like ah oh. you, you know normally i'll be going straight to the to the garage to go work out do a little workout real quick before i start my day i'm like oh hell nah tyson you ain't getting walked neither oh hell nah <laughs> i gotta i gotta sit down and and call it a day so imagine it's a hip injury like come on now like i'm not gonna blame tool for certain things like that um i will blame him for not knowing how to land um fall so so long in his career like come on man you're in the league now you're not you know pop warning you did that you didn't get tackled before i know alabama got five-star o-line damn you you never you know really got hit besides the hip injury like come on now i i, I would assume you know how to fall but if you don't he's taking the right steps to wind up um proving marcus wrong and all the other haters that um i'm your quarterback i'm like to yeah. that's we'll my see. quarterback yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta fall before you ball, I guess. So okay, we'll, we'll, okay. But <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, I mean, we could talk heat or we could talk um, hurricanes. You know, I want to talk about the Canes. We're already on football, and, yeah. and the Canes just been 
Um, lately, they've been making moves, good moves. Well, some people, you know, they have mixed reviews on, uh, well, at least the fans do because they don't really know these individuals too much. Um, but I, I think I think it's a good thing. Well, you, you know, you could go ahead and elaborate more because you're in the lab with them. You know everything yeah. that's really going on, and then I'll go ahead and um, follow up with what you say. Well, yeah, the the offensive coordinator hire, Shannon Dawson, I like it. I mean, I like it because it's going to be an air raid offense, because, and that means it's going to be four or five receiver sets every time, and it's going to be quick passes here and there, draws. Um, he's, he's going to incorporate some other looks, but this is the offense that fans want, right, because – you know, you're in the land of of receivers and, and, and DBs, basically, and and you want this type of offense. You don't want three yards in a cloud of dust. And this is an offense that Tyler Van Dyke thrived in under Rhett Lashley. And that's when he was setting records. Um, he had an unbelievable run of, of games, uh, putting up big yardage. So I think he gets back into his comfort zone in this type of offense. So, yeah, I, I think it's a it's an opportunity uh, for him to 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 really show uh, what he can do and really kind of prove uh, his status that he built for himself, uh, not last year, but the year before. So I'm excited. I'm excited for this type of offense now. I do have some reservations just because he came from Houston and they weren't good last year. Um, you know, I had time to really kind of look up, dive deep into his background. He was pretty successful at West Virginia and he was successful given the team at Southern Miss. Uh, he had a one bad season at, at Kentucky. Mm -hmm. uh, but that, from what I saw, that quarterback wasn't really good anyway. Um, I, I believe he's going to be in the XFL. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, so I, I think it depends on the talent that's around him. And I think low key Miami's got talent, you know, I think this offensive line sup is supposed to be better. Um, I'm concerned about injuries still because it's not that deep of an offensive line. You got three injuries that happens to that old line then you're going to be starting freshmen and yeah the freshmen that you brought in is supposed to be all world but they're still freshmen you know uh they haven't hit a college well well now they have uh, i was going to say they haven't hit a college weight room yet but they're already on campus hitting that weight room um so i i just i just worry about that so but it's a step in the right direction it's not a splash hire nobody know knew who this person was you know, unless unless you're a real diehard football person. But um, I mean, I myself had to do my research on the guy, but uh, I I'm excited about what the offense could be. Definitely check out canescounty.com. We got a whole film review uh that we put on the site where we my guy Steve Steve O um kind of just breaks down the film of of what he did well at different stops. So definitely check that out on canescounty.com. And I got another piece tomorrow coming about um, the quarterbacks that he's dealt with, the ones that he developed well, the ones that he didn't or whatnot. So 
I, I'm excited about the future of the offense uh, just because I feel like this is an offense where a player like Xavier Strepo is going to ball out in, you know, a player like Ray Ray Joseph, who's a freshman should ball out in Robbie should ball Robbie Washington should, should ball out in this offense. And even Brashard Smith, if he can catch the ball, <laughs> uh, should, <laughs> should ball out in this offense. Jacoby George should ball out in this offense because these are basically all slot guys. And you're going to have two or three slots um, in, in, in five receiver looks. So, so yeah, it's going to be an opportunity for them. Now, as far as your, your big outside receiver, that's going to be Colby Young and it's probably going to be, um, Frank Ladson on the other side, just because you don't have anybody else. Although we still have another transfer window coming up Mm -hmm. in the spring. So you never know. We might get someone else out of the transfer. That's someone else. You could something else you could see on KanesCounty.com. A couple of transfer targets that Miami should possibly consider uh, to fill in the roles. I mean, they got Kobe Young late in the game. He was through JUCO. Mm-hmm. So just got in through the summer. So there could be other players coming in. Um, most importantly, they, they, they hired these guys right before spring, bro. Like right before spring practice, the spring game and junior day, which is a big day for recruits coming up in the first week of March. So you want to have your OC and your DC locked in. I'll, I'll talk about, the, I think I already talked about the DC last time and how I felt about them. Um, but as long as you got the OC and DC locked in, you're good for the most part because everything else should fall into place. Yeah, they still need a wide receivers coach now. They still need, and from what I hear, James Coley. Is, I think I talked to him, I talked about him the last time. He's from the crib. He coached receivers at Texas A&M. From what I hear, Texas A&M is looking at another wide receivers coach. Hint, mm. hint. So that's possible that he could be coming home. And then you also need a linebackers coach. Nah, we got the linebackers coach. I mean, not linebackers coach. I'm sorry, running backs coach. You still, you still need a running backs coach because the running backs coach Kevin Smith decided to leave. And just to just to give you some insight, this is information that I always kind of knew, but you know, you just can't really release it just because you don't know for sure if it's going to happen. But there's a lot of people who didn't like Kevin Smith, um, and. I, I, th- I thought he was a pretty decent dude, but obviously I wasn't as close to him, to him as others. Now, when you but, say um, people don't like him, like, were you talking about the players, talking about staff, or were you talking about, like, general public? Yeah, well, kind of kind of everything, because the the whole thing with Thad Franklin, I heard, you know, with his, the whole thing with Thad leaving had to do with basically Kevin Smith. And, like, Kevin Smith was, I heard, I hate the you use the word bullying, but he was kind of doing that from what I heard to Thad, and Thad just couldn't take it anymore, and he was like, oh, "I'm out." Um, and that kind of created. He's from Chaminade, obviously Chaminade, one of the best programs down here in South Florida. Chaminade's got more guys that Miami wants, so that kind of created this rift with. Shamanah. So now that he's gone, you know, maybe the relationship can start getting back to normal based on that that rift that happened with that. So 
So now they do need a running backs coach. I heard Tim Harris could possibly be a situ, uh, be a be a guy. Um, he is the son of the legendary Ice Harris, who coached Booker T to national championships down at oh, Booker T. Still coaches mm-hmm. at Booker T right now. Yep, That's his son. Um, so I think that would be an excellent fit. And I heard that Leonard Hankerson. I don't know if you remember Leonard Hankerson. Yeah, he used to play. He played, I think he played for um, um, Washington, Washington Redskins. He did play for the Redskins. Yeah, um, he could be a possibility for the wide receivers coach as well. So that's what I'm hearing so far. But yeah, um, yeah, let me speak on the, the linebackers coach as well. This is what I heard from him from inside sources that he is a really good recruiter, is from what I hear. Like he is mainly here to get dudes, you know. Um, and from what I hear, they may add another linebackers coach to be like a co-linebackers coach or co-defensive coordinator type of thing. Um, but he is mainly going to be recruiting. He came from Louisville, and Louisville got a bunch of kids from the crib. You know, yeah, so we got to be probably would have got Stan Quan, my, 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 right, including Stan Quan Clark, exactly. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I mean, there are other stories that Louisville had the bag, and they were throwing bags at kids, and that's why they up there. Um, I'm not, I can't confirm if that's true or not. Um, but I did hear that that was possibly a factor. Um, I also heard that Stanquan, um, Stanquan's mom didn't want because you know Stanquan is cousins with Bobby and Ro- and Robbie. They're cousins. Oh, okay. Yeah, and from what I heard, they didn't want them together because they felt like um, they're gonna cause problems. They're gonna cause trouble all together. You know, I was like, I don't know. Um, not heard that as well. But um, but yeah, so he's done a great job at Louisville. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of kids over there from Louisville, including um Kataris Hicks, receiver from Central. Isaac Brown is a running back at a homestead, committed to Louisville. Uh, they got other guys that's been there. Brownlee, who was a cornerback at Carroll City. Um, so so yeah, so he's really there to recruit. And I don't know if you saw the videos that we posted. On him saying, saying a little motivational speech could be on 305 sports. Oh, matter of fact, I did see it. I did see it. Um, and y'all saying yeah. this is somebody that y'all want to play for, somebody that's gonna motivate you like that. You know, I yeah. also heard that he he played for FSU. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I heard he yeah, played yeah. for FSU and he was actually a, a real decent player when he did play. I think he led the the team in tackles the the two years that he had over there if he did play other years you know they were specifically speaking on the two years that he led in tackling i love that you feel what i'm saying because you know you coming from fsu it seemed like fsu is grabbing um you know people from miami or alabama is grabbing people from miami let's let's go ahead and do the same thing they doing let's go yeah. ahead and put some of your 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 kin some of your uh, um loyalists on that end and then um, you know, we could probably have some traction on the ground where you're from at FSU or whatever like that. And, you know, same thing when it comes to Louisville, you, 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 you were there when individuals was, um, being, um, signing to, to, um, Louisville. And now that you're here now, 
it probably rubbed some people the wrong way. Like, this is the reason why I was coming to Louisville, because you was going to coach me up. You're the linebacker coach. Stan Kwan, you feel me? You come back to the crib. You and Bobby, both of y'all hit hard as hell. You feel me? That's what we want. We want people like, yeah. uh, you know, like uh, the new generation, Ray Lewis's, and not saying that they're that. <laughs> I'm just saying the hit sticks and stuff like that, you know, because they, they you know, since high school, they were, you know, all over uh, social media just knocking their heads off do shoulders you feel I me mean? so um i would want to see um some some individuals come back and um same thing when it comes to um you referring to um that franklin you know leaving because of um smith i'm like so isn't that the same team that josiah trader and um the other wide receiver play for they don't yeah. play for Sean so yeah huh jeremiah smith and and, and josiah trader yeah yeah, so Two I'm pretty sure they're homeboys. If they homeboys, they're gonna be he gonna give them the inside scoop. Like, yo, if I was you, don't go over there because this dude right here, he be on some other shit. He be talking shit. This that, and the other. He using his authority um to a detriment towards me. This that, and the other. So, like you said, it may be a positive that he's gone. Mario could go ahead and hem that relationship up um, because you know when it comes to Patrick Sertain, he's gonna be getting the players from Shamanad to go to or um, what or is it uh, American um, American Heritage he's going to get those players coming from over there you got um that if you give negative comments on University of Miami and this guy's still on the team then Josiah Trader and Josiah Smith they they probably gonna be like yo now nah, I ain't trying to do that I ain't trying to you know waste one year of my career this that, and the other you know I mean it's not the NFL but you know football period is not for long so um I don't know. You know, it, so far, so good. Like I said earlier um, in a previous podcast, when we were like, damn, what what the University of Miami is doing? Damn, they take it so long to hire the head coach. And we wind up getting Mario Cristobal. We wind up getting so supposedly a, a um, all-star um, coaching staff, which, you know, we found out wasn't. It may not be because um, they're bad coaches. It just probably wasn't the fit for them at that particular time. Maybe they could do better somewhere that's a program that's not rebuilding, not trying to, um, you know, um, get out of their own way. They're, if they're already established like the Alabamas and so, then probably they would do better. But, hey, it is what it is. These people that wind up leaving, they went back. You know, he went on um, – what's his um, name? Um, Smith went to Ole Miss, um, right back to where he came from. You know, I think that's the same thing that they were trying to do with um, – the the office coordinator is just nobody wanted his garbage ass. So yeah. um, same thing with Steele. You know, people want you. You're in Alabama now. You're old school. It's not the new generation coaches that's picking you up right now. It's the old school genera- um, generation. I'm pretty sure you're you, you probably find fall in line more so like the coach saving. Um, but yeah, you know, and you know, I, I'm not sure if you know um, all of these coaches leaving. Probably have something to do with Mario Cristobal because Mario Cristobal, everybody know he don't get no sleep. He do not get no sleep. He breathes, sleep, shits, uh, recruiting all day, all night. You feel me? I don't even think he'll celebrate his birthday. <laughs> he'll go out recruiting or something like that. So, you know, um, let's just say he want to be in the um, – I don't know how early they get there, but supposedly like these people that's in sports um, professionally or anything, the coaches, they're in the – they're in the film room three, four in the morning um, or three, four in the morning doing something that's going to benefit the team. And it's, some people probably like getting so used to getting into the, the facility at five 
it's still early, but you know, but early, early birds get the worm. And I don't think, you know, a lot of people, um, especially older people like Steele and, you know, um, what's his name? The linebacker coach, um, I'm Charlie Strong. Strong. You feel me? Coach Strong. I, I, they probably like they're older, like, yo, like, I'm not trying to wake up at two o'clock or one o'clock just to get <laughs> over here at three o'clock in the morning. I, I don't know, you know, um, maybe, maybe not. But again, like I say, you know, everybody don't like, uh, everybody can't handle a certain authority figure. You feel me? Um, a lot of people like passive people, the, um, the, 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 the um, players coach. And those sometimes aren't the individuals that's going to get you to the next level. I mean, look at Saban, look at Bill Belichick, look at how many rings they got. And they're not the happy-go-lucky Mike McDaniel type individuals. They're more yeah. so, you know, stern and, you know, they're going to they're gonna scold you in front of people and they're going to scold you individually, personally. So, you know, I think it, ta- it, it takes a, a certain type of player to deal with that type of coach. And if, if you're losing, they ain't trying to hear that shit. If you're winning, they'll be like, all right, you know, I got to deal with it because obviously, like, we're winning. He know what he's talking about. But if you're talking uh, talking up certain things and we're losing then it's gonna go in and it's gonna go out so um yeah that's what it is yeah hey uh don't be surprised if there's more changes coming up i just want to warn i just want to warn you bro like don't don't be surprised if jamila die you see that he is no longer with the team um demarcus van dyke already told you about him um possibly you know could be looking elsewhere maybe going to the evil empire um what um or you know maybe the in-state enemy um so i'm not trying to give up give give up too much away but um the only the only coaches that i know for sure guaranteed are safe is christopher (laughs) And Mirabal. Mirabal. And Mirabal. <laughs> you know, those are the only ones I know for sure. They ain't going nowhere. Um, so you know, Joe Salavea, uh I possible Stephen Field, the 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 tight ends coach. I, that that wasn't even Crystal Ball's guy. That was one of one of the fortunate leftovers from the man Manny Diaz coaching mm. staff, but it's not like he's doing a bad job. I mean, the tight ends have been playing pretty injured. well. And but they've been injured too. They have been injured. I don't think that's his fault, though. I mean, yeah, Arroyo is, you know, I think he's on his second knee. Um, when he does play, he's great. Um, Jalil Skinner, we'll wait and see on him. He just had a freshman year, so we'll see what happens there. And then you got two really good um, freshmen coming in, Jackson Carver and Riley Williams. And then you still got Khalil Brantley and Dominique Marmorelli. Who Dominique Marmorelli? I'm surprised he's still on the team. I'm not. I, I'm not afraid to say that. I'm just. I'm surprised considering the players that are in front of you and the players behind you. You know, I'm, I'm a little surprised that Marmorelli's still on the team. Khalil Brantley, I could see him waiting this thing out. He gets his opportunity. You know, when he gets them, he had a couple last season. Um, you know, and they line him up in H back sometimes. You know, you don't even notice him because he's not one of the main players on the team. But during goal line situations, I can see them using him. Um, but I, I don't I don't see I don't see Memorelli 
cracking, you know, a lot, getting a lot of playing time. But, but yeah, back to field, I mean, he's done a relatively good job. But, you know, I would imagine that there's probably some disconnect because he didn't hire him. You know, he just kind of inherited him, basically. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so that could be a possibility, possibility I'm hearing. Um, and did I talk on everybody? Roger Wright. I mean, Rod Wright is with the defensive ends. Um, he did a pretty good job. He did bring in Jaden Wayne. Ruben Bain, kind of like hometown guys. Not, I don't, I mean, he had a, he had some play in him coming, but I think Ruben Bain would have probably came anyway. <laughs> you know, a family and, member on the coaches on, on, the, on the staff yeah, somewhere. His brother. His brother's yeah. on the staff. So I'm like, come on, it's like, yo. Yeah, no um, but I, I think because of the coaching changes at Auburn, I think that's what kind of kind of nailed the nailed it in the coffin for for Bain because I think he was he was really really thinking about going to Auburn. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm not sure. I haven't heard anything about Rod Wright, but you know, I just the way things are going, it seems like it's a whole new coaching staff, which. Just um, it just concerns me because that's kind of part of the reason why we were saying this team is not good last year, right? We're like, oh, mm-hmm. it's a bunch of new coaches that they they're not adjusted to the culture, uh, they're not adjusting to the scheme, they're, they're you know like all of that, and then we're gonna do this all over again with a whole new defensive coordinator that has a different scheme than Kevin Steele long and offense the same way totally different scheme. All although I think it's a scheme that's gonna work for the Hurricanes, but still you you. You got to learn people's personalities. You got to learn different culture, different like routines that they want you to be on, that type of thing. So it's going to be a whole new learning curve for these players. So I'm I'm worried about that being a factor again next season. My guy, my guy Frank, he he thinks this team is it has a chance to win like 10 games. I don't think so, bro. I think this team is going to be like. Damn, what negative M? Negative I, M. Yeah, I know. I know, man. Like God, we talk about the Dolphins negative. Talk about the Canes negative. God, I don't I don't see this team winning more than eight games. You know, it's like cool. That, it's cool though. I don't I see mean, more than eight games. But you, hey, you said I that it was gonna be like wrong. three years. You said it was gonna be like three years, two, three years before we see like anything positive that we're like, yeah, consistently positive on the cane. So like, why are we even worried about it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we're still going to go ahead and be fans. You probably go, you, you hoping that it happens sooner than later, because of course yes. you got to be up there and got to deal with the bullshit when we lose consistently. But other than that, you're still going to be a fan, you know, and, and, and you're still, you know, if you're not going to be um, at the games, you're going to be watching the game. You know, so, hey, it is what it is. I mean, look, if they don't know us by now, it's all Dolphins, all Canes, all Heat, all Miami sports. And that's even the damn Marlins. And they've been garbage for years. So, yeah. so you know, it doesn't matter where, you know, um, I'm falling in more so with, with your homeboy, Frank, within nine or ten games. That's me, you know, and yeah. that's because that's because. Look, all these people that wind up leaving was people that I seen, you know, couldn't get it right. You feel me? As far as what the what the safety, um, 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 what's his name? Williams. You feel me? 
uh, Avante Williams, you know, like being, you know, flip floppy, you know, you know, putting shit on social media, this, that, and the other. You know, I, I, those type of players, I'm happy that they're gone. I want them to land on their feet because they're from the crib. But other than that, I'm going to root for my team first. Now, if I was your family member, you feel me? Like, um, I still want my team to win first because majority of times, if you're from Miami, like the Canes are your team and the Dolphins are your team. You know, you may have some stragglers that love FSU or whatever like that. You know, I mean, it's Miami, it's Florida, you know, but but for the most part, if you're from Miami, Florida, you're 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 rooting for the Canes. And if my family member is gooking on the field, you know, when you come to the crib, you're like, man, it's the coach. Nah, motherfucker, it's you. You's not in <laughs> position. You was this, that, and the other. But hey, you know, um, I'm just I'm just feeling so good right now. You know, we got the air raid offense. Not only is an air raid offense, from what I understand it is, it's an air raid offense that's balanced. He like he 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 don't just throw the ball all day. He's gonna run the ball consistently, you know, to make sure that the quarterback um can, you know, disguise a few things with the defense. So um, I like that. And from my, when my understanding is also he learned from the person that kind of created the air raid offense, you know, something like that. So um, I, I thought it was, you know, Rhett Lashley was the only person that, 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 you know, was running this type of offense, you know, and to see that it's multiple coaches that run this offense. Like I never really heard about the air raid offense really down here until Rhett Lashley. Now we got it over here again. Oh, yeah, baby, yeah. come on. Yeah, I need that in my life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the offense has been around for a while. The The coach that actually died recently, Mike yeah. Leach, he, he was actually the originator of that offense. He 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 used it at Texas Tech. Uh, that's kind of where he first had it when Michael Crabtree was playing over there. And then he brought it to Washington State. And then um, after that, it was, I think, where, where he was at, Mississippi State. So um, Cardinal Gibbons runs that air raid offense. Um, there's okay. a lot of – yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of lot of teams across the country, high school, all levels that, that run – well, not, not NFL so much. But um, as far as high school, yeah, a lot of high school teams run a spread. They want to spread you out. So it's a numbers game, obviously. You know, when you spread the offense out, you can run it better because the D, the DBs are kind of far from you. So you can you can take chances running up running it up the middle, and then um, you can zone read them to death because you'll you'll have less numbers in the box. You know, so okay. so yeah, man, it, it's it's an offense that that's been around for for a little bit. Um, but I'm excited about it. We'll we'll see what happens. Uh, we got spring coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, it should be interesting to see who these next couple of hires will be. You know, for for more, just tune into KanesCounty.com. Subscribe for for exclusive information on who is next to come to the Hurricanes. Yeah, um, I do want to shout out the. Uh, what were you gonna say? I said definitely, definitely. Yeah, uh, I do want to shout out the Hurricanes basketball team again. Uh, they beat North Carolina on Monday. Um, based on that win, the way they won, I know I'm saying this because I cover them and I love the U, whatnot, but I think this team can make it to the Final Four. And if they do, it to be the first time in its history. Last year, they made it to the Elite Eight for the first time in their history. Enough. Reason, reason why is because their player in the middle, um, he's like their rebounder. 
best defender. He's their guy in the middle. Was in foul trouble basically this entire game. And he didn't score any. He barely scored any points. Wasn't there rebounding. And they were still able to beat North Carolina on the road. They were in control of this game the entire time. Nigel Pack, who's like, you know, um, he's like a young, he's like a, a little Steph Curry out there. He, he just hitting threes from everywhere. And then they got Jordan Miller, who's more like he can play everything. He can, he can play good defense. It's kind of like a Jimmy Butler type of player. Um, that's high praise, obviously, and so is Steph Curry. But just to kind of give the listeners a, a perspective of what you got with this team. And then you got Isaiah Wong, who's more like he could give you a big shot at any time. So he's kind of like a Tyler Hero type of guy. Um, he can drive on you. He can make tough shots, and he can hit a three. Um, so he he's really an all-around type of scorer, and I think that is like the core of this team. And the fact that they did that to North Carolina on the road just makes me feel like – because once you get into the tournament, there's no home games, right? You don't have the home games behind you in a neutral site. You know, you have to win these tough games and, and get through adversity, and they've shown that in these past past couple of weeks. So I'm really excited about them and, and seeing what they do. And then Wes, bro, like my job uh, has me covering baseball now, bro. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, hur- Hurricanes baseball. So I went to media day this week for the first time. This is gonna be my first time ever covering a baseball game as a media person. Um, there's even certain statistics that I don't even know about. I usually know about everything of everything, right? But I still don't know what slugging percentage is. It, <laughs> I still gotta figure that out. Um, so you know, got to see these players. Apparently, this was a good team as well. Uh, they had the number one recruiting class like two years ago. So all these okay. kids have kind of grown up, and um, they're mad last year because they they got into the tournament as a high seed but they're bounced out in the first round. So they got that bad taste in their mouth. So we'll see what happens. Their, 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 their first game of the week is Friday. So Friday, which is going to be my first baseball game I'm covering. I'm going to make sure I get some coffee or, or like <laughs> my coffee, but like tea um, to kind of keep me going because these are long games. In Miami, coffee con leche or that Cuban coffee, boy, that you need one sip of that Cuban coffee, you good. Yeah, yeah, man. So, so yeah, so that's that's what's going to be in the works for me for the next couple of months, covering basketball, covering baseball. Um, So that's what you're going to see on canescounty.com. And, of course, spring. Spring and recruiting never stops, you know. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, you remember when you had texted me, you was like, yo, we definitely needed to talk about this shit. You feel me? And oh, it was yeah. the fact we definitely <laughs> need to talk about it because we were like, we we coming up with our top five or who's the best. And I'm like, I couldn't believe they came out saying that Jay-Z, Jay-Z is the best rapper ever type shit. Am I wrong? Yeah. When I was, what? I, yo. I mean, at, at first glance, when I first see it pop up, I'm just like, wait, what? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for me, I'm going to pull it up because there's a lot of issues I got with this list, bro. There's a lot of mm-hmm. issues I got with it. Uh, first off is obviously, 
I understand why they made Jay Z number one. You know, because he got Beyonce. I don't know about that. I mean, maybe that is a factor, but I think it's more about the longevity. You know, what I'm saying like he's been doing this for a long time, and he's pretty much had a hit on every album, at least one, and. He's still like his most recent album. He still had something that that was memorable. You know what I'm saying? He had some dud albums. I'm not gonna lie. He had like two or three that were like, you know, barely listenable. I'm looking at the shit too, and I'm like, me, the first thing I would do, the first thing I would do is I would swap Tupac and Jay Z. You know, first quarter, I put Tupac one. Wait, I'm going to just for, for people who haven't seen this. I wish we could put it on the thing, but uh for people who haven't seen this. Yeah, um yeah. Jay-Z's number 1, Kendrick Lamar's number 2, Nas is 3, uh Tupac 4 and Eminem is 5. That that is your top 5 and this is by according to Billboard and Vibe magazine. Uh hip hop's got their 50th anniversary so they have their top 50 rappers of all time. And the just the top five, I got issues with. I got I got issues. I got issues with Tupac being at four. I feel like he should be number one. I'm sorry. Yeah, but um, you know, Chris gonna be like him on um, Tupac and Biggie. They done they they done graduated the list. They're like uh, nah, rap gods. <laughs> nah, that. nah, there 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 isn't there isn't no distinction in this conversation right now you know what I'm saying? okay 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 <laughs> I, I don't like tupac to me is number one i'm gonna yep. always put tupac number one i do not have a problem with kendrick lamar at number two i'm gonna tell you that right now and I, do not, and I do not have a problem with nas at number three hold up hold up so you kendrick and he don't even got that much body of work to actually be yes, even considered up there yes he does so how come I don't him. even know him? You know that's the thing. How come you I don't, don't even? Know, I don't know him? why you don't know him. You I, no, I, need, I know his music, but I don't know all his music. Like pop, everybody know all his music. Don't know if you go out of the country, you know people know Pac. People know people certain know people. Kendrick like, too. People know Kendrick too out of the country. Trust me, they do. He just, he just he just put out a a concert on Prime, and it was in Paris. And they were all so, singing. They were all singing his words in English. Notice in that who he's in front of. He's in front of Andre Three Thousand. He's in front of Method um, Man, Big Pun. He got, a, he, he got a way bigger body of work than those guys. He does. He better yeah. than DMX. DMX. I'm actually surprised he made the list. I'm not gonna lie. Oh. I, I like DMX. I like DMX. Trust me, I do. The first two albums five have you but but after that albums every album after that was a dud you 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 can't you can't argue that every album after those first two albums of course you're gonna you know make sure that he come out with some trash shit i mean you you wind up being the damn um president or owner of of Def Jam, you feel me? You, you even um um dmx said something similar to what i'm saying like you know, Jay Z made sure that I didn't. You feel me? Like get to where I, you know, needed to be. You feel know I me? Mean? You know, I mean, you gotta eliminate the competition. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. 
Eminem at number five. Four Y, bro. Like what? Eminem at number five. You gonna put Eminem? Eminem in front of Biggie? No. In front of Wayne? No. Ludacris. I wouldn't even put Eminem in front of Andre. That's what I'm. Um. So no, you're not gonna say nothing about Ludacris. I personally like Ludacris better than Eminem. That's what I'm saying. They got him 39. How Ludacris 39? Yeah. You uh, got yeah, Buster Rhymes 33. Buster Rhymes. Another more, more issues I got got with this list. Kanye West, bro. I I love Kanye West, bro. I I do. I love his albums. He's got some of his albums to me are some of the best ever. His first one, College Dropout, classic. His My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is a classic. Even Late Registration, to me, classic. But as a rapper, nah, bro, he's he's just he's just okay. He's just a he's a good rapper, but he's not a great rapper. He deserves to be on this list, but way at the back. Not not like eleven, you know, like nah. Nah, I'm sorry. 50 Cent, why is he so high? Tell me. Tell me why 50 Cent is so high on this list. Number Tell me six. why Snoop is so high. Snoop. Snoop is too high. I give you that. <laughs> Snoop, yeah. is, Snoop is too high. But he should definitely be, be in front of 50 Cent. Ooh, Snoop? Snoop should be in front of 50 Cent. Yes. No, nah, I don't think so. What? No. Nah. All of 50 Cent have one album, bro. Nah, 50 Cent have one album, one good album. You you ain't even never heard any other 50 Cent album besides that first one. Be real with I, yourself. I did. Massacre, you had a few other ones, you feel me? Massacre like, wasn't good. That wasn't a good album. You telling me Snoop's whole body of work is not better than 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 50 Cent's? Come I on. I don't even know doggy style. You ain't listened to any of the other albums. Not really. I know I know he no. had the one with, with no limit. He had the one with no limit. And I was gangster. I, the first one was gangster. Dogfather was gangster. I got I gotta to I gotta go back and I, I gotta go back and listen to Snoop because you know it's different. We from the East Coast, man. They be the type of the type of um music that they normally put out is not my type of you know what I'm saying? It's not my type of you feel me. I feel, like, I feel that's the reason I, I'm like, you know, Ice Cube, Ice Cube more so is more general, Ice even Cube. though he's from the from the East Coast. You feel me? I mean West Coast. Ice Cube, Ice Cube, I would even question needs to be on this list. People from the West Coast would probably want to crucify me for that. But Ice Cube, like I try to listen, you know, I, I try to give rappers a chance now. You know what I'm saying? Like if if they are regarded as one of these great rappers. I'm gonna listen to him. And Ice Cube he is a good storyteller. You know what I'm saying? But as far as him putting out as the greatest 50 rappers list, he definitely shouldn't be as high as 18. I'm sorry. He definitely well, no, shouldn't man. be. He make the list. Just make the list is what I'm saying. Like the order that they got it, it's just like they just start giving random names and they just put it, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, yo, like, come on now. You got Rick Ross number 50. Y'all got Lil Kim better than Rick Ross. What type of coke y'all snorting? First of all, I'm glad Rick Ross at least made the list. But to be 50. 
Yeah, holding it down for Dade County. But there's so many rappers on this list that Rick Ross is better than. Yeah. I'm sorry. Rick, Rick Ross is better than Reverend Run. Rick Ross He's is better, better than, than Gucci Mane. He's better, better than, than MC Light. Common. He's better than Ice T. He's yes. better than E40. He's better oh. than Dr. Drake. Come on now. He's better than Common. He's better oh than Future. Oh, hold on, He's hold better on, than Chuck D. They got Jada Kiss at 46, kid. <laughs> oh, I mean, you, you put him higher or lower? If you're talking about, like, the greatest rappers, I'm not talking about their body of work. I'm talking about, like, y'all listen to you and... All I need to do when I think about Jada Kiss now, I think about the 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 the, the rap battle that they just had. You feel me? Yeah. Against um, what they call it? Uh, um, what's it? What, what, Dipset. Dipset. Yo, yeah. just that alone, I'm like, yo, man, like, come on, man, you like, you gotta be like, hey, I don't think that you're the best, but lyrically, here's the truth. Notice that Styles P is not on there. I don't like really likes hot the way Styles Styles P rap. You feel I me? Mean? Even when he Stop. had that song with, with, with Rick Ross, BMF, I didn't even like his verse too much. You feel nah, me? I, I like I like Style P. He's dope, but he's not like he's not Jada Kiss. Jada Kiss, Jada Kiss is, is fire. You know what I'm saying? To me, I think he. I think I'm I'm not mad about him being on the list, especially with, with him at 46. Mm-hmm. I still feel like he's better than a bunch. Of, Ice T don't deserve to be on this list, bro. Ice T, come on, man. Ice T does not deserve to be on this list. I'm surprised Gucci Mane is as high as he is. I think Gucci Mane is fire, but I'm surprised he is too. But is not so high. As high as he is, he should now. He's he's not better than Red Man. I'm sorry. Nah, Gucci Mane not, is not better than Red Man, and he's not better than Bum B. Bum B from yeah, UGK. Nah, why is Queen Latifah yeah, on the list? Why is Queen Latifah on this list? Women's movement. I, I know. The, I know the women out there gonna hate on me, but she does not need to be on this list. At I'll all. take her. I it, 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 MC Light on here. Yeah, MC Light is 40, 47. I'll put MC Light before um, Queen Latifah any damn day. Right, exactly. Look, you and exactly. ITY came out years ago. You and ITY came out a year years ago. Queen Latifah, like, you yo, can think of two songs that she did. Two. Only you two. You and ITY and Ladies First. Those are the only songs you know that Queen Latifah did. Yep. And she deserves to be on the top 50 list. You know why? Because oh, set it yeah, off, man. Yeah. They think about the set it off scene when she jumped in the whip and she held it down for friends <laughs> to make them run through the tunnel. <laughs> yeah. And then Wu Tang, you you got the first Wu Tang guy you got on here is Ghostface. Come on, bro. If on, if man. you're gonna have the a Wu Tang member on here, it has to be Method Man, and he man. has to be higher than wherever he's at. 25 25 is a decent number for him to be at but why do you have a ghostface killer shouldn't even be on the list for me he, I, to me niggas not even listening to ghostface he literally he the truth but we, I'm not, it's, i ain't trying to listen to that type of music man met the man you could listen to his music wherever you at whatever part wherever of the country you, you is exactly. ghostface on the other hand you got to be new york in no man i ain't trying to hear no. that shit, man he, you know what he, I'm saying? Should, he should not even be on this list Ghostface. And, and I'm a Wu Tang fan. I like Wu Tang. 
He should not even be on this list. Method Man should definitely ODB be here. On that well, ODB, ODB not, should, should not be in the list, though. I love yeah, ODB. Should, nah, should nah, be like, on a top 50 list. No, nah, the reason why I'm saying that, like, like, yeah, he shouldn't. Because, you know, some people, they come out with albums and, like, there's probably two songs on the album that I like, and then I throw the rest of the album away. You feel me? Put it in a playlist and never even listen to the song, like, the rest of the song. So that's that's kind of how it used to be with ODB and stuff like that. You don't have, like, come on, man. You don't got no, they don't, they, I don't know who, who made this list, but it had to be somebody from no, up north because. And also, also, Missy Elliott. I know the women gonna bash me because I'm bashing the women, but I'm sorry, Missy Elliott. She should have made the and, list. And Lauren Hill should not be on this list. I'm Nicki sorry. Minaj to make the list. <laughs> Nicki Minaj can make the list. Now, Nicki MC Minaj Mike. is a legit rapper that can yeah. flow with anybody. She yeah, could she, flow like, with anybody. Now, what she talk about is something else, but she could flow with anybody. Um, yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, shit, but, like, I'm sorry. she's the GOAT when it comes to women rappers. You feel me? Like, she is the GOAT when it comes to women rappers. I don't think I ever heard another woman rapper the way she rapped. Because she could jump on a song with a dude, and she probably killing the, 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 the track harder than the yeah. dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, hey. Yeah, she's like, come yeah, on now. So, like, they put so yeah, man. Those are, the main, those are the main issues I had. Um... KRS, Curtis Blow, bro. Why is Curtis Blow on this list? Because <laughs> of the name. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Just because of the name, man. I tell you what, one of the old school rappers to me that should be on this list and who are on this list is Big Daddy Kane. I don't know if you've heard Big Daddy Kane rap before, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the dude can mm-hmm. legit rap. You know, he he's a he for him to rap as well as he was rapping back in that time, fire and rock him. Rock him to me. For you to be rapping the way that you were rapping in the 80s like that, you deserve to be on the list. Um what about Big L? Um, what do you think about Big, Big L? L? I think I think he was decent, but I don't know if he deserves to be on this list. Okay. Dr. Dre should not be on this list. Dr. Dre is a bad rapper. Horrible. He's not a good rapper. His best album was um you know, the next episode. <laughs> He's got, like, he, he got, got good, he got good albums. Because he got Snoop featured, and that's the other thing with Snoop. Snoop made Dr. Dre's albums. You know what I'm saying? He made those albums. If the Chronic wouldn't be the Chronic without Snoop on it, you know what I'm saying? And come on, man! Like Dr. Dre is a bad rapper. He's not a good rapper. He's a great producer. He makes great songs, but as far as a rapper's concerned, he's just not be on his list. He's not. He's like Baby. Baby can't rap. He's like Puffy. Puffy can't rap. You know, like Kanye to me is the best producer rapper, if 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 you ask me, and he shouldn't be as high on this list as they got him. So uh, you know, it just shows. This is why when when people say Pac is the best rapper, it must be in somebody young, a new generation, probably like early twenties, twenty one, twenty two. You know um, that that came out with this list. You know, because they're getting rid of the older guys at every establishment, so they gave this to a young guy or young lady to come I out with the list. I think it's <laughs> and, the opposite. They gave it to an old head because most of these people are old. Like yeah, Melly Mel, you gonna put you gonna put Melly Mel on this list? Melly Mel again. 
I think that is young. Me. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Nah. I wouldn't, but again, I think that's why it's a young person because the young person don't really didn't really listen to these individuals. They're just like going on names. They don't they never heard Rakim, but they're gonna put them on there. They, they you feel yeah. what I'm saying? And that's why I think, you know, because again, the way the list is, I'm like, that shit don't even make any sense. What do you think about future being on this list, bro? I ain't gonna lie though. Future. I don't think that he he should have been on the list, but he not so high. Where where he at on the list? Thirty five. Nah, if you want to, if nah, future. I take, I take I take Gucci over future. I take Gucci over future too, but it, it's a different type of music. Future gonna get you right. If you if you trying to you know listen to some shit like listen to Dirty Sprite, Dirty Sprite two. You feel me? Like he got albums, he got hits. I'm not I'm not mad about him being on the list. I, I I'm surprised that he made it, but I'm not know. mad at him being on the list. Common is another person who shouldn't be on this list. I'm sorry, man. I think you're right. Is is somebody who's from New York or up north because, <laughs> because they what like uh-huh. What happened? I said Jay Cole didn't even make the list, but yeah, go no, ahead. Cole's there. He is. Yeah, J. Cole's 15. He's pretty high. Okay, okay. I could I could I could I could I could rock with that. But yeah. I'm, I'm glad they got Scarface on the list because mm-hmm. he's been one of those underrated rappers forever. Um I'm I'm glad that certain guys made the list. Like I've already said, um Gucci Mane. I'm glad he made the list. I'm glad T.I. made the list. I feel like he deserves it. I feel like yeah, Buster Rhymes yeah. deserves it. I feel like Ludacris deserves it. Redman, Bumby, uh, Jada Kiss, Rick Ross, these guys, I'm glad they made the list because they deserve who got left off of this list that you are like, why didn't they make the list? He's young. Uh I already based on that smile, I already know what you gonna say. <laughs> You know I got a fuck with a dog, yank. You feel I, I me? Know, I know you. Know you know got to be on this good. list, man. Like, and that's not because he, um, he's from the crib. Like, come on, man, go listen to his albums, man. And I know you and Chris is gonna be like, ah, uh, I'm like, nah. His albums, like, he comes out with albums, and majority of the time, his albums are fire. He just always seemed to go to jail and can't promote the album <laughs> the way he want to promote the album. But besides that, like, yeah, man, he the GOAT. You feel me? Of this generation, like, he is the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? Like, he 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 has his own lane. He doesn't rap like other people. When people try to copy his style from the from the hair to the gold to, to, to how he dance, he switch it up again. He switch it up. It's like a season for him. He's switching it up. He ain't biting nobody rhymes. Everything's that he comes up with it he's not talking about the same shit like they're talking about killing people and how much money he got and this that he don't really talk about that you feel me when you listen to him he like yeah he's talking about some real shit i mean a lot of people may not understand um what he's saying because i mean i, I think a lot of these people they be on drugs especially when they're in the lab so they probably be slurring their speech and and you from florida and we speak a, a, a certain way you know um, but but if you really want to be technical, like if you're talking about albums of uh, his his work, discography, like man, every from Project Baby 
to now. Mutt and shit. Like, people can't fuck with the GOAT, man. Yeah, fuck with you. Like, like when I leave over here, with that, that, guess what? I'm, I'm going to listen to you. <laughs> it's break it's, it's breaking up a little bit last last yeah thing I right heard was, and we're gonna be last thing i heard was i know you, you're gonna be listening to yak after this and when you listen to yak you're gonna be oh yeah i'm gonna be listening to yak i can't disagree with you i i really can't disagree with you because i named a bunch of people who shouldn't be on this list and that means that Kodak could make this top 50. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I think Kodak is better. Let me start from the bottom. I think Kodak is better than Rev Run. He's better than Mel Melly Mel. He's better than MC Light. He's better than Ice T. He's better than E40. Better than Dr. Dre. Better than Common. Um, Lil Kim, I think, I think, I don't know, man. I feel like Lil Kim should should make the list, but definitely not as high as she's she's at. Thirty one, no. Lil Kim is not better than Ti. Like, look, you got Ti thirty two. You telling me Lil Kim's better than Ti? No. It's the women's not. movement. It's the women's movement. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kodak is better than Lauryn Hill. Um, Kodak and Pusha T. Mm, interesting. Uh, Kodak and Black Thought. Mm, another interesting one. I would probably. Q-tip, I think Kodak is is more got more local content than Q-tip. I don't know about Big Pun. I love Big Pun. Method Man, I'm not sure. Um, Karis one, I think he's better than him. Definitely better than Curtis Blow. Not sure why he's on the list. Ghostface, I think he's better than. I think he's better than DMX. Lyrical, if you're talking lyrical content, I think Kodak is better than DMX. DMX is a one of a kind. Definitely deserves to be on the list. Um. Big Daddy Kane, I already told you how I feel about him, so I don't know about that. He's definitely better than Missy, definitely better than Ice Cube, definitely better than 50 Cent. Scarface, I don't know. He's, he's the OG. Mm -hmm. um, every, everyone else is kind of questionable. But th that, with that being said, he's at least like 25. Exactly. <laughs> you know Come on, man. Yo, you I don't know, know what so. people, they, you know, they be, they be having their nuts crossed on us. You know, we from Miami. You know, or we, we, you know, um, yeah, we from Miami. I was going to say from Dade County, but you know, he from Pompano, he from Broward. But we yeah. from Florida, they do not like us. Again, they hate us because of the beaches, the women, and the weather. They hate us. You know what I'm saying? And, of course, look at Rick Ross. 50? Like, Lil' Kim is better than him? Oh, y'all tripping. You feel me? <laughs> this is what, when you see stuff like that, then you know what it is. You feel me? You know it's some bullshit. It's kind of like the bullshit call that Marcus said in the Super Bowl. Um, like, what are yeah. we doing over here right now? What, what uh, are hey, we doing? I want to give you a name. I want to give you a name that probably should have been considered, though. And that's 8-Ball. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> I'm thinking like eight ball to me better than all of these other like a lot of all of these other rappers on this list. I think he deserves to be in the top fifty. Um, I mean eight ball. You got eight ball MJG. Who you think is better, eight ball or MJG? Eight ball is is miles ahead of MJG. Miles ahead. Definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely. sorry. Definitely. I mean it's it's like it's like um. Even Big Boy, I think, probably should have been considered top top fifty. Yep. Big Boy Outcast. 
Um, uh, who else? Mm, I'm not actually. You know, I would put my dog Cody on here, but he ain't even he ain't even blow Main Street yet. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you gotta at least have a couple of hits. In, in, oh in, nah, he have he have hits. It's just you know, I think the reason why he ain't blow yet because he's one. You know, he have issues with Kodak. You feel me? And he probably blackballed in that sense. And two, he's always speaking like he be praying. You know, speaking scriptures and his his music and from my understanding is if you don't bow down to whatever situation in that industry then you're not gonna actually make it far you may you may make money because you have your local fan base or people that generally follow you but um they're not gonna allow you to spread whatever message it's kind of hey and you would think that why would you do that but supposedly that industry is not you know um on the up and up is more on the dark side you know i you know i used to rap too and that's kind of one of the reasons why i kind of was like i'm good i I won't do certain things to make it i actually seen certain things you feel me like my homeboy invited me to a party and there's like some weird shit going on we both cleared it that was a long time ago though like years ago um, yeah. Matter of fact, I think it was a Diddy party. Matter of fact, um, he wasn't there when we was there, but you know, got there, seen some shit, seemed cool, but it's just the energy was off. You know what I'm saying? You got women that look good, this, that, and the other, but you know, you know, you know, Marcus, when you go to a certain situation and your body's telling you you shouldn't be here, that's what yeah. we were getting, you know, besides what the stuff that we were seeing. So, you know, um, a lot of times where there's smoke, there's fire. So, you know, I think yeah. that's why um he probably didn't, you know, make it yet. But hey, regardless of the fact, hey. this is just some bullshit. His, 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 his time's coming. Um, couple of other names that that should have been considered. This one um, you gonna, this one you're gonna love right here. Twister. <laughs> the fastest rapper to ever freaking rap. Come on, like Twister doesn't make the top 50 list. Man, hmm. lyrically, should make the list. Yeah, he's better Twister. than the majority of these motherfuckers on this damn list. Twist, Twister should make the list. There was somebody else that came to mind just now, maybe to come back to me, but Twister should have definitely made the list for me. Oh, uh, somebody else, yeah, Crazy Bone, Crazy Bone was serious. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm okay with leaving Bone off. Yeah, you know. Um, um, you you know you know who comes to my mind now, and, and you hmm. probably you might be like, damn, you that's kind of crazy, but Migos as a group. Oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Migos as as an as a group collectively. Mm-hmm. I don't, I mean I wouldn't I don't know if I could put one of them individually on this list, but not as a group. Nah, it has to Migos be as a group. As a group, I mean. Comes I think that's the best, the best kind of uh trio or or group, poss- probably even ever. You may you have NWA and this that, and the other, but like you know, M- NWA had a short run, you know, like these guys done changed the whole culture for years. 
Yeah, I mean they had a, they had an album series called Culture. Yeah, like come on now, name they, they, their kid's name is Culture. So look, yeah. man, like you know those unfortunate what happened recently with 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 um Takeoff and you know all the bullshit that's uh, what's happening even before his passing. You know with them splitting up, be you know, but you know sometimes people outgrow each other. Um, for the most part, I think there was family. But yeah, man, they definitely need to make the list. But you know, um, right now they're talking about individuals, so they can't make the list. Um, but yeah, man, you know that group. You know, if, if I'm thinking about all the groups, you got Hot Boys, you got UGK, you got Bone Thugs, you go, you got Field Mob, you got you got a lot of different groups. You know, Wu Tang Clan. Um, I, I think Migos is the best out of everybody. Oh no. Nah. Migos is the best. Nah, Migos is the best out of everybody. Now, do I like? Look, I like Wu Tang Clan, but I like certain people in Wu Tang Clan. The other people, I'm not giving them a a, a time, a second in my day. You feel me? Uh, When it comes to Hot Boys, everybody could rap. Um, I mean, at that time, Turk wasn't the greatest rapper, but he was on point, so it was it was decent. They didn't come out with anything else flaky. I remember the other rapper I think should have been considered. Who? Think about this. Mystical. They ain't gonna put him on the list because of all that bullshit, man, that's going mystical, on. Mystical, like like mystical, not even considered. I mean, there's a bunch of rappers he's better than on this list. I'm 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 just saying. I, 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 mystical yeah. basically was no limit himself. Everybody always waited for the mystical verse. You know what I'm saying? You remember because Tarantula? Was, that shit was hard. Um, like he have a few albums, but yeah, man, you know, when you can't you can't you can't keep your hands out of the cookie jar, um people gonna tend to turn their back on you, especially when it's that type of situation. And I know every time he's gonna come out and be like, Oh, you know, like they framing me. But like, yo, man, you 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 keep finding yourself in those situations and I mean, I want to believe you, but damn, how many times this is going to happen where, you know, I'm finding like, hey, I can't believe you. But yeah, it is what it is. But he still should be up there. That shouldn't stop him from making a list, his transgressions on the streets. Yeah. Like, he should still be able to make the list. I mean, if they had a, a one with the R&B, greatest R&B, it's probably going to be R. Kelly, number one. But he's not going to yeah. be on the list because of everything that's going on and swirling around his name. I don't know because Michael Jackson was, you know, pop. he was about that about that stuff too. <laughs> he's pop. You know? He's pop though. He's pop. He's not necessarily just R&B. He's pop. And and yeah. I think that's the only two people that could give each other a run for their money when it comes to a versus. Michael have hits, R. Kelly got hits. And they'll go back and back and back and I'm like, I, you know, of course both of them got endless hits. You feel me? So, you know, I don't know. But, yeah, man, this list is a sham. You know, yeah. whoever made this list need to get fired. I know you got backlash as soon as you press enter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to make my – I'm going to try to make my top 50. You know what I'm saying? And see if I – I'm going to have most of them, maybe half of them uh, that's on this list. But – the other half, like I said, Twister, Eight Ball, you know what I'm saying? For me, for me, Big Crit 
is is one of the dopest rappers. He doesn't really get a lot of play. Saha the Prince, I don't know if you ever heard of him. He's dope as hell. Um, out of Atlanta. Um, yeah, I mean, th- those are a couple rappers that I would put on my my personal. You know, I'm gonna have man. BG up there. I'm gonna have BG up there off rip. But I love time BG rapper, too. You feel me? Like yeah. BG's one of like he. If you have his discography, he got nothing but nothing but hits and nothing but albums but you know same thing like when it comes to certain people you get locked up like kodak every time and you know unfortunately you got locked up to the point where you had to face like 10 12 years in prison and you know now you're gonna come out and you're gonna try to rap i don't know if it's gonna work you know what i mean like it gets to a point where you're uh, in your career where it's time to focus on the younger people and you know, you take a back, a step back, and you just have them make you money. But um, yeah. certain people like Gucci Mane and Boosie, they they show different. But I think they're still younger than BG. At least you know they're able to come out and still be um, young enough to fall in the game and still make a name. Well, continue the name that they already built in the rap game. But um, I don't know, BG, what you gonna be? What forty? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah, he don't be about that. You feel I me? Mean? Like who? Like you ain't gonna be trying to listen to you. The most people that's gonna listen to you is the younger people. They are gonna want to put you on their album as a feature because I got yeah I got BG on my album. But you know you probably don't even much uh, rap the same. You feel know I'm saying? Because you've been so out of touch uh, with with what's happening in the real world. I don't know if 14 years in prison is gonna make it better. Now if you was just writing since then okay, but I don't see it. Hopefully, he do come out soon and make a comeback, but he'll make my list somewhere. Yeah, I hear you. I feel you. Just like I would have uh, probably Project Pat on my list, too. He's he's going to be on the list somewhere. But the same thing with him. He got locked up after that third album, and he was never the same. Never the same, bro. Like, you could tell, like, he was different. The flow was different. It just was just different. But those those first three albums... He, he could put those first three albums up against almost anybody. Yeah, but when they um, sit your ass down, you're going to change. They sit your ass down that long, you're going to change. <laughs> you see Gucci yeah. Man, when he said every time I was in in, in, in in jail, you know, it came out quick, like a month, six months. I ain't learned my lesson. But when I sat down them years, that's when yeah. I changed. So, But his music is still fire, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, the, the music that he can all the albums that I've heard after he – Got locked up the last time, still was fire. Because he he always had his own style. So, you know, is you're going to get that same person. He didn't come out and try to be like Migos or try to be like somebody else. He always had his own style. People didn't like his style. Oh, he can't rap. And look, I mean, he looked like he went in now. He got yeah. a bad wife. He got, you yeah. know, he's signing all type of people. He got to deal with Gucci. You feel me? Like Gucci man yeah. got to deal with Gucci. You feel me? Like, come yeah. on, man. So he's like, hey. <laughs> like hey you can't say nothing negative about that yeah yeah all right so that that's all i really wanted to speak on i mean i just had to get all that stuff off of my chest about this list <laughs> uh, i'm a because i'm like damn man like they just hating on first of all man being from being from miami or being from the south it's like i feel like we hear more music than everybody else because we hear from what's down here and we hear what's up there you know, mm-hmm. um, and for me, I 
was a one who listened to everything. You know, I always kind of give everything a try. If you got lyrical content that I can relate to or vibe to, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna mess with you. Um, but a lot of people up north are biased towards southern rap. Let's just call it what it is. They they think that southern rap is not good or it's not high quality. And that's basically what this this list tells you, you know, because when you got people like Curtis Blow as high as he is. You think anybody in the South even knows who oh, yeah. is, knows the song that he even do, did? You know what I'm saying? Like, even O-Heads, you know, like, nobody was listening to Curtis Blow like that. And for you to put him on this list in front of some of the, the, the great Southern rap, uh, over the great Southern rappers is, is ridiculous. And I think that's, there's always this Southern bias when it comes to rap and what they think. Uh, good rappers, but they want to live over here. Take your ass back to New York, man. All <laughs> y'all don't move down here. Y'all fucking up our traffic anyway. Go back up there. You feel me? I'm starting to see a lot of New York plates, you know, and a lot of plates from uh, license plates from other states. Like, go back to where you was. Our traffic was already, you know, getting crazy, and it's worse now because of you guys. And then you come out with this list. Hey, show us some respect. I already know. Marcus already know. Y'all hate us because of the beaches, the women, and the weather. But it's all right. good. Y'all showed y'all y'all showed y'all true colors with this list. You feel me? For Rick Ross to be number fifty, Lil Kim ahead of him, Curtis Blow ahead of him. Like yo, y'all tripping? But it's all good though. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. It's so all you good. have any, you have anything else you want to discuss? Because um, you know, I'm good for today. Nah, I'm good. I mean, we about to hit like two hours. Um, and, yeah, um, man. We could always talk about the heat in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm good to go. Yeah. So. Just going to conclude this episode of the Mark West Sports Podcast. Until the next episode. Peace.